All right, hello, this is Brent Leary, and uh, this is going to be a special one-on-one conversation, interview, whatever you want to call it, uh, because I just recently realized that uh, come September 3rd, I will have been doing this series for seven years, which is just kind of mind-blowing to me. And this whole thing started out September 3rd, 2010, with a conversation I had with John Ferrara. And as luck would have it, guess who's back with me to celebrate the seven-year anniversary? John Ferrara. John, thank you for joining me today, man. Brett, I am super excited to be here with you today. I, uh, I cherish you as a friend. At the time, this was back in 2010, and at the time, you had, uh, you had already sold Goldmine, you had taken some time off, and you had just recently started this new thing that was called Nimble, and, and we had actually talked about it previously doing that conversation, um, but it was, it was pretty brand new. Um, now, seven years into Nimble, um, tell us a little bit about what it was and what it is in like a 30-second soundbite, and we'll dig in a little later. You bet. So it is, it is my feeling that after using social media back in 2008, 9, and 10, it was going to change the way we work, play, the way people buy, and the way we need to sell to them. And I started looking at contact tools and serums and saw they weren't social. And then I started looking at contact management and saw it was broken because email, contact, and calendar are three separate applications. And that serum isn't about relationships, it's about reporting. So I built Nimble to reimagine uh, CRM as a social relationship manager that layers on top of your email, contact, and calendar, build the CRM for you. And uh, it's been an amazing journey because I think the market has woken up to the vision that I had about social CRM and social selling. And, uh, and now I think that it's become ubiquitous that we need to change the way we sell because customers have changed the way they buy. That, that was really good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Really summed it up nicely. So you had started Goldmine around in the late '80s, and you mm -hmm. started Nimble in you know, like the 2010s, early 2010s. And here we are in 2017. You've seen a lot in terms of uh, not just how customer relationship management has evolved over time, but also how businesses in general and how startups and small businesses have begun their journeys. Uh, over that two and a half decade period. Tell me, what's the biggest surprising change that you've seen in relationship building today as compared to when you first got started with Goldmine? Well, you know, the biggest thing I'm surprised about, Brent, is that nothing's changed. I think that today people are still, for the most part, doing business the old-fashioned way. They're sending out a quarterly newsletter and expecting people to come knock on their door. They're still doing uh, business in the old way of uh, giving a sales rep a serum and telling them to go get them and not really uh, helping that sales rep with engagement as opposed to use the serum for reporting. And I think that, uh, that social is changing the way that we work, play, uh, buy and sell. And I think that, uh, I think that just now today, the market is waking up to that fact, and uh, and they're looking for something different. But I think that the the biggest surprise I have is that the thing I fixed with Goldmine, gosh, I don't know, I'm not even going to count how many years ago it was. <laughs> Hang on, uh, dang, it's uh, 27 years ago when I founded Goldmine. 
Goldmine was the first program that integrated email, contact, and calendar into a team relationship manager with sales and market automation. Today, contact management is broken again, and it needs a goldmine, but more importantly, a social cloud-based goldmine. And this is what I mean. Today, your operating system of your business is the contacts you're connecting to, the conversations you're having, and the activities you're driving. That's email, contact, and calendar. And today, you have two choices. You're going to either do that in Office 365 or Gmail slash G Suite. And both of those applications, all three of those components are three separate apps, and every team member is a separate contact database, which means there is no system or record of relationship for your business, which means that everybody in your company can't be on one page with their contacts, let alone the history of interactions on email and calendar, and most importantly, on social as well. And that's what Nimble fixes today, which unusually there still really isn't anybody else sort of going after that. But the biggest thing is this. If you have to go to your CRM or your contact program to use it, you won't do it. That's the biggest cause of failure of CRM is lack of use. And the second one's bad data because even if you beat on your salespeople to type stuff in the CRM, it's going to decay so rapidly that it'll become unusable. And so I think that the fact that they call it Salesforce because you have to force salespeople to use it is a testimony to the fact that you work for your CRM. It doesn't work for you. You have to go to it to work for it. It should work for you by building itself and then work with you wherever you are. You should be in the river with your customer adding value on a daily basis to set yourself up as a trusted advisor so when they make a buying decision, they not only pick up the phone and call you, but they drag their friends with them. Wow. You're still talking about the social river, man. I remember hearing that, I, uh, I remember hearing that I, back in 2010. I am. But I'm going to tell you something about social, Brent. Social as a word is going to go away, and we're just going to get back to doing business. Because if you think about it, the term social serum is already, already passed over the horizon, and there will go social selling. Because ultimately, it's just about CRM and selling. But social is just a new way of having conversations. Do you remember when the internet first came out? Everybody talked about I this and E that, E toys, eye contact, and everybody thought the internet was going to change everything. And you know what? It did, but you don't talk about the internet anymore because it's just the plumbing. And when you turn your faucet on on your sink, you don't think about the recirculation pipes and the and the uh, insta-hot things and all the filters and things down deep in the dungeon of your plumbing, you just worry about there being hot or cold water. And so, yes, I am still talking about the social river, but we don't need to talk about social selling or social CRM. We just need to talk about contact management and basic relationship management that still is lacking in the main tools we run our businesses on. Your operating system of your business is email, contact, and calendar. That's in the cloud. That's in Office. That's in G Suite or Gmail. And today, they are broken because they're missing the Outlook. But more importantly, the Goldmine. And Goldmine predated Outlook and Salesforce and I and was both of them combined. And I, that's what people love about Nimble is that at its heart, it's a great contact manager. And it gives you that basic CRM thing that you need. But then it works with you everywhere you work. Because if I'm in my email and I have to respond to you, wouldn't it be great for me to have the context, the history of interactions that my team and I have had with you on email, calendar, and social, and the ability to follow up and follow through, schedule tasks, log a note, or communicate with you on whatever channel is necessary. Today, you go to your contact tool to do that. You go to your CRM to do that. 
And I think that's why we fail as human beings because we don't follow up and follow through. It's the basics that wins games. That's what John Wooden said. Teams win games, not just salespeople. And the biggest problem with CRM, I think, is that people use it for prospects and customers and they're using it for their salespeople. You know, Brent, everybody in your customer company touches the constituency around your business through the cycle of their interaction with you, which means that your company needs a unified relationship platform so everybody in the company can connect with everybody your company connects to. And at Nimble, we connect with editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors, prospects and customers, and everybody participates in that. And today, most companies are islands. They have CRM, customer service, accounting, social media, and they're not talking to each other. The cool thing is Nimble now synchronizes with all your existing business apps, becomes that unified system record, and can work back within them, even if you already have a CRM. And so we will launch in 30 days a plug-in to dynamic CRM that makes it a nimble version that helps any CRM user engage more effectively and bring their office contacts with them and then take their office and their dynamics contacts anywhere as they're working because your salespeople should be in the in the out there in the field with the customers having conversations, not inside a database. With the move to the cloud that CRM applications in their kind of their complementary applications have made. How do you look at CRM cloud applications meeting the expectations and needs of the modern business? From a scale of one to 10, well, how, how, how well are they doing that today? Well, let's talk about the sales and marketing and social technology tech stack that a business needs in order to manage the customer lifecycle. So if you're a business, number one, you get a domain, go to GoDaddy, wherever, get a domain, then what you do is you need to get a website, so you get WordPress or something. Then what you need is you need email, contact, and calendar, so you buy Office or Gmail or G Suite. The next thing you're gonna need is some place to take the eyeballs you're driving to the website. So I call that MailChimp to Marketo, right? It's marketing. And so you need to capture a lead, whatever you got, email, name, phone number, whatever you get, put it into a database, and then nurture that lead till it's lead qualified. Once it's lead qualified, whatever that means to the business, you then put it in the CRM, you tell your sales reps to go get them. So now we got two applications at a minimum, marketing automation and CRM. So the sales reps sitting there with this lead in the database and, and they don't know anything about that lead, so what do they do? They Google them, they look them up. That's 6% of time wasted, looking things up and logging what you know and then logging what you did in email, calendar and social in the CRM and you have to go to it to do it. So instead of doing that, what you do is you buy sales intelligence software. So the sales intelligence software in, maybe enriches the CRM record with who that person is and what their business is about. Maybe that's Inside View, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, or Nimble, which happens to be number one in that category in sales intelligence. Once you have the intelligence, you need to engage. And so if you think about market automation as the high-level bombers over the battlefield bombing the leads with nurturing, once you get the once you get that done, you need to put boots on the ground. That's salespeople. Salespeople need intelligence, that's sales intelligence, and they need a rifle. The rifle is not market automation. Salespeople don't use Marketo. Salespeople use some sort of hand-to-hand -hand combat tool, which is email templates with tracking. So that's yesware, tab app, whatever email tracking templating software 
So at a minimum, you got four components. You got market automation, CRM, sales intelligence, and sales enablement. Each of those tools cost fifty to one hundred fifty dollars per rep per month, and you give all that to a sales rep. They're not even going to be able to use it because it's too complex. So you got to hire a sales administrator for fifty to one hundred thousand dollars a year to run it. Now, if you ask me how are the CRMs doing in regarding to serving the needs of the customer, I'm going to say you got to buy too many products and too many tools today. I believe you need a blend of social sales and marketing with a blend of marketing, CRM, sales intelligence, and sales enablement. And then that thing needs to work with you wherever you work. And I think that's why we continue to innovate in ways that are unique in the market because we see that need of too much complexity, too much cost, and too many tools. And that for 99% of the businesses out there, they're not going to go buy Marketo and Salesforce and uh, uh, yeah, Inside View and uh, and Yesware or some other email template program. It's too much, and that's where we're at with Nimble, providing that blend of social sales and marketing to manage the customer lifecycle across an entire organization. All right, so let's talk about a couple of things that weren't even a blip on the screen back when we first talked seven years ago, and and their mm -hmm. importance or they're unimportant. So I want to leave it up to you to, to see if it's important. From a customer engagement perspective, from uh, being able to scale efficiently your your ability to respond uh, or to provide a quick answer that could help convert. We hear a lot of talk about chatbots. Talk a little bit about what you feel the importance of chatbots are today to the modern customer engagement strategy. Well, I think that if you are not providing a means for your customer to communicate on whatever channel, at whatever time, at whatever moment your customer wants to, you're going to lose them because it's the people that are doing that today that are going to uh, win that heart and mind. Because let's face it, you're out there in the cloud, wherever in your in the app, trying to evaluate some program. You might be doing it on the weekend. You might be doing it in the middle of the night. You might be doing it. Um, uh, wherever and you want some help and so chat boxes and I'm not just talking about a chat box on a website I'm talking about chat boxes uh, within the applications themselves as well uh, so that your customer can ask a question at any point at any time and be able to get an answer and it's not just a sales answer it's really a customer success answer I think that um, I think that Sales has become a four-letter word, and that, that service is the new sales, and that you should be empowering your customer-facing business team members to be rewarded and focused on customer success, and that comes through communication and listening and dialogue. And so, yes, I, I think chat boxes are, uh, are amazing, and that's why we incorporate them not just on our website, but inside our apps as well. All right, let's talk about the AI, because chatbots and AI have got to go together uh yeah is it how important is ai we hear a lot of talk about it we're seeing a lot of people say that they have it and they're doing it a are is it important and b are you actually seeing it being done yeah you know brand when we start talking about ai i start saying the more digital we get the more human we need to be and uh and that yes you can use uh computers to discern information across the disparate databases to tell you things you don't know and that these bots might be able to do some basic conversation 
But in the end, you need humans involved through that process. But I'll tell you what, my first introduction to computers was in the Pan Am building in New York City. It was a teletype that was running Eliza. And Eliza was a list-based AI system that you, it said, hey, Brent, uh, how are you? And you say, I'm doing good. And it says, oh, well, great. Uh, you know, it sounds like your day is going good. Tell me more. And you tell it more and it interacts with you. And it was pretty good back in the day and it's gotten better. But I don't really know if there's truly a program that's due in AI today as opposed to just some inherent uh, word uh, parsing and uh, suggestions uh, at this point. I don't think we're there yet, but we'll get there. But in the meantime, I think that no matter how much AI you put into it, I think the key thing for business success is to be able to deliver context and insights on the relationships that you're engaging with wherever you're engaging and not just salespeople. I don't think that CRM is about sales. I think it's about engaging with the people around your business and it's the platform and the plumbing to do that. And I think that your CRM should be used by everybody in the company and it should work with them in any app they're in, wherever they're at, so that everybody's on one page because the human mind with context and insights can be so effective at engagement anywhere as they work. All right. Uh, one last question um, kind of on this new technology piece. So uh, we just talked about chatbots. We talked about AI uh, and digital assistants kind of go hand in hand. These devices like what you have with the, the Amazon Echo. Uh-oh, I, I don't want to say the A word because then my my echo will start talking in the background. But um, there, this is one of these areas that I'm really interested in and, and quite honestly pretty excited about how being able to you know speak and get quick answers or get things done, uh, how that seems to be changing uh, the way that engagement is done in general. What are your thoughts on it, not just from a B2C standpoint, but does do these devices, do you see them helping and penetrating the B2B side of the house as well? Well, I think that voice is critical to communication and that uh, in so many cases you don't have the means to type. And so making it super easy to be able to query and direct your computer to do things is critical to the user interface and experience. And and um, and I can't I can I can't tell you how many times I've tried to get my phone to listen to me and do what I want it to do, <laughs> but I, I I think I have more success with my children and my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's come a long way. I, I'll tell you what I have uh, I have a Google Home and I have an Amazon uh, Echo device, and I enjoy playing with them. I think Google Home is more effective at common queries and questions and I have one of those in my kitchen and I and I love it and I think Siri has a long way to go in regards to its ability to do that but I would love to be able to incorporate this type of voice recognition and data entry um, uh, into Nimble and I think all business applications are going to need to do that and I'm excited about uh, uh, the APIs that are available to us from Google, from Microsoft, who are two of our key business partners. We have hitched our chariot to those two horses 